0: You are listening to the She Podcast, and girl, I am so stinking glad you are. <laughs> I think you're going to love today's episode if you are feeling a little lost, like you're swirling around and unsure of what to do with your life. I am answering a question um, that I got on Instagram not too long ago from a gal. Her handle is V Morgan Enko, as I believe how it, you say it. I could be completely wrong as to how to pronounce that. But anyways, she said, It feels like everyone around me is moving on into their next thing and I'm just running around in circles. What do I do? I feel that so hard. There have been so many times where I'm like, I always share this. I'm so multi-passionate. I have so many ideas. I often have a hard time being like, which one do I actually pursue? And how do I you know, decipher this? So I get that feeling. I totally get the feeling where you have almost so many ideas or you don't have any ideas or any clarity at all that you just feel so directionless. And it doesn't help when literally everyone else seems to have their lives figured out. So if that resonates with you, buckle up. We're going to dive into this episode, and I'm going to give you a few things to think about and a few tips for when you feel directionless. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. going to dive right into this question. And before we do though, I want to make sure if you have not ordered Own Your Everyday, if you have not grabbed your copy of that or borrowed it from a friend or grabbed it from a library or got it on discount on Amazon or whatever, I don't care how you get it. I don't even care if you pay for it. I just know that if this title of this episode resonates with you, I'm going to give you some tips on here, but that book is going to bless your life. I wrote it for the woman who feels directionless, who feels pulled in too many directions or has direction, but cannot figure out the best next action to take. So if that resonates with you, please go get it because I can only give so much on a quick podcast episode. That's going to help you go so much deeper and really um, own your everyday to show up for what you're made to do and even clarify some of those things. So I had to tell you that because I know it'll bless your life and it's meant for the girl who feels directionless. But I'm going to give you a few things to think about, a few um, pieces of advice that will hopefully help you find a little bit of clarity. It's so crazy to me how Clarity is such an important thing. We often don't think about that. Like when we think of currencies that we want or that we want to, you know, um, value like in our lives, we often think of like money, time, you know, love. Like we think of those things, but dang, like clarity is so stinking valuable. It's like we need to be measuring what we're doing with our lives by the currency of clarity. How, how much clarity do I have? Am I just kind of shooting in the dark, or am I operating with intention and? I think a lot of us can feel that pressure because we don't have clarity, because we feel completely confused. We don't know how to take the next step, right? Then we get kind of paralyzed and stuck and that stinks. So I think this is a really important topic and I want to normalize that we all have felt that. We all might be feeling that. Like there's so many people and so many women, even when they're doing crazy, awesome things. Like it's crazy. I will tell you this before I even launched my book, um, I remember I'm like getting ready for book launch a few weeks ago and I was like trying to business plan for the next year. Like I was trying to vision cast and like put together a whole like two-year plan and think of the next projects we want to launch. And I remember I kind of got to this point where I was like, okay, I know I desire that clarity of what's the next best step after this book, but I almost was like overlooking the first step. (laughs) And I was almost like, looking so far beyond and trying to get clarity beyond what was just right in front of me, which was the book launch, that I almost missed it. Like I almost missed it until I kind of was like two, three weeks before the launch, I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I want that clarity, but I need to zero in right now because I have gotten some clarity and I have this opportunity on the table and I need to steward that well, or I'm just distracted, right? So if you're feeling that in any way, if you're trying to bypass what's going on in your life because you just want you know direction for the next step or the next season, Let me just tell you before we even, before I even give you the specific things, chill out. This is what I had to say to myself. I was like, Jay, chill. Like, what are you doing? Um, just relax and really zero in on what's right in front of you. And it's so ironic because that is such the message of my book. And they often say like, you need, to, you write what you need to hear. And for me, I'm always thinking to the next thing. Like I'm an achiever. I'm a go-getter. I'm a multi-passionate human being. I never just like sit like, okay, this is what we're shooting right now. It's really hard for me to do that. So writing the book actually really helps me remember that. And then when I was like overlooking even the message of the book, I had to like relearn it for myself. So, you know, it's it's so hard when you feel like, I don't even know what's coming next and I only can see this little bit in front of me and I don't know what my direction is. Like, I don't know what my direction is and I just launched a book. Like, I think of myself hardly even as an author because I just do so many things and I have so many passions that to me, that seems limiting, which is so silly. But anyway, so and it seems limiting, but then at the same time, I'm like, but I want one title, I want one thing, you know, I want that clarity. So it's this like, a always wrestling with myself and maybe you can resonate or relate with that a little bit too. So all that to say, I do know what it's like though to feel like I have no direction. Like I don't don't even have, it's not even like a clarity issue. It's just like, I don't even know what I should be focused on right now. And I know how that feels as well. So a couple things I want you to think about if you're feeling that way. I want to try to keep this episode brief. I want to try to, you know, not take up too much of your time so you can really start thinking about these things. And I think these are really important things to really consider in order to maybe get a little bit of that direction. So the first thing is, think about this. My mom gave me this piece of advice once, and it was so helpful, especially when I felt so confused what I wanted to do with my life. Like, I really didn't know. I remember, like, feeling so bummed out. You'll read that in chapter four. Like, I remember, like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. Did I make the wrong decision? Did I study the wrong thing in college, SOS? I'm stuck, right? So I remember at one point, though, I was telling her that, and she said, well, what did you do when you were five? Like go back to what you did when you were five before society got its hands on you, before other people's expectations got their hands on you, right? Like before you started to be conditioned in your brain to think like, well, this is what success is or this is what I must do or this is what I'm supposed to do. Go back to what you actually loved. Like what did you do when you were five? And I started to think about that. And I was like, well, I played make-believe. I I wrote short stories. I liked to teach. I liked to kind of lead a group. Like I would put all my little stuffed animals in a row (laughs) and I would teach them and they needed to be paying attention. And um, you know, I would have my, my mom or my grandma sit there and, you know, I would teach them or I would lead them. Like I've always had a natural, like I love to use my voice to educate, help, and lead others. And I did so in a creative way through make-believe, through storytelling. And so it makes a lot of sense that I like to write books and create content and speak and lead others and educate others in different areas of life. And so it's like, oh, of course I've stumbled into that. Like that only makes sense. But at the time when I literally couldn't figure out even one thing I like to do, um, I remember... Just thinking back to what I did when I was five, and I didn't necessarily envision, like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to go write books, be a speaker, an author, a podcaster, and, you know, an entrepreneur. No, like, (laughs) I still didn't have full clarity of that. But what I did have clarity on when she suggested that was, I'm actually more creative than i've given myself credit for like i hadn't allowed myself to be creative for years because i was so focused on academics and you know um athletic accomplishments and things like that you know extracurriculars that i never really been like well what am i actually good at like i hadn't allowed myself to write for a long time i remember back in like seventh grade i remember my my seventh grade or eighth grade teacher used a paper that I had written as an example for the class as like this is the standard when we had turned in all of our reports or our papers and I was I remember that like standing out to me like wow that's pretty cool you know that's awesome but I still didn't really recognize that that was something I would ever pursue so you know I share that because I've always been a creative I've always been a storyteller I've always loved to imagine and dream and you know lead and cheer others on and you know play make believe and things like that, write creatively, creative writing. Um, But I had never really thought of like, huh, maybe that could give me some direction for what I need to pursue when it comes to my life, my work, my time, et cetera. I just thought like, that's nice. You know, we sometimes write off our own gifts, passions, and abilities. And so I want you to go back to when you were five. Were you, you know, did you love to play, make believe and teach? Did you love to play outside in the dirt? Did you love to build things and do things with your hands, right? Did you, I mean, like I played Legos with my brothers sometime, you know, or sometimes and maybe you loved Legos or maybe you loved writing short stories when you were seven or eight or maybe you loved to read or maybe you loved playing with baby dolls and loved to nurture, right? Like I think we think of direction as this big, scary thing. But its direction isn't, okay, I figure out like my career forever, right? Or like I figure out my thing for the rest of my life. Direction is simply like, well, what should I be leaning into? Like, where, like what types of things are most natural to me? What types of things excite me, right? And so that kind of leads into um, the second question is, what do you get excited about? What really like what really excites you? Maybe it's science. Maybe you loved doing science experiments as a kid, right? My husband loved to read as a kid and he still loves to read. Like he gets excited about learning, right? I love I'm excited about educating, right? And so what excites you? My husband, I remember, he also loves to mentor and to coach because he was coached and mentored for so long playing football, and so he's really developed a passion for mentoring other young men and other men in their in their whether it's their craft or their um, athletics or their life. Like he just loves to coach others, and so he has a lot of passion and excitement for that. But and I've really encouraged him to pursue that as you know something that he really spends some of his time doing, even if it doesn't be even if it's not like his career, right? It's provided him some direction on what types of work to do. So he has the ability and the flexibility to do that and to, you know, invest into those men and those young men. So, you know, I want you to think about like, what excites you? What do you get excited about? You know, maybe it seems boring, but if it's really something that comes naturally to you and people ask you for help on it, or you just... You get excited every time you talk about it. Like for me, this was um, helping other women use the internet for their small businesses online. Like, I love to talk about so many different things, right? Like, I love Jesus. I love coffee. I love, uh, you know, health. I love relationships. Like, there's a lot of things I love, and I'm happy to talk about them online. But my husband pointed out not too long ago, I was speaking at a conference, and he was like, Jay, I've never seen you light up the way that you did when you were speaking to those female entrepreneurs. Like you, you love to speak to anybody. He's like, but there's just something different that comes out of you. And it comes so naturally, like getting to equip them with tools and skills in that area. Like you really do fight like it, it, like you, there's like a fire in you when you do it, like it lights you up. And it's so fun to see. And I had never even really recognized that in myself. I thought it was, you know, it, it was just really neat to hear that from him. So if you're not sure what excites you ask those people, in your life, ask those you know—friends, your spouse, your children, right? Like your your mentors. Like, what comes naturally to me? What do I seem to get fired up about when I talk about it? Like, I love so many different things, but um, is there one that stands out to you more about when I start talking about something? I bet they'll be able to identify it in you, especially those people that are close to you. If you're not really sure what the answer to that is, the third thing to think about or to ask yourself is what is one incremental step that you can implement right here and right now in the direction of what excites you or fires you up? And I really want you to think about that. I talk about this in my book, um, just incremental, implementable, imperfect action, because I think sometimes when we feel like there's something that fires me up, but taking big, huge, massive action is totally overwhelming and I don't even know what I would do to like actually take that action, that's just way too big. So I really want you to break it down and if someone tells you like it really excites you when you get to tutor kids in math, then I want you to think about like, or when you get to talk about math, then maybe what you need to do is think about What is one incremental implementable action step that I can take like, it needs to be something you can implement right now. So you might not be able to go get your PhD in mathematics right now, but you could sign up to tutor kids every Wednesday night at the library, right? In that subject or at a local college. And that might just fulfill that little tank in you, that little passion tank that needs that spark, that needs that fulfillment. It doesn't have to be like this huge big thing. And it could always like one thing could lead to another and one thing could lead to another. And you never know where that could lead, but you've got to take that first, action step. And so it might not be your forever thing, but it might be a start and start clarifying some things for you. So once you identify something that fires you up and that lights you up, like for me back in the day, it was, I just think I really love being creative and, you know, writing short stories and creating content and all of that, like it started with, I'm going to start a little online Instagram account with an Etsy store, like, and just put it out there, you know? And it wasn't a huge deal. I had like one or two items to begin with, which you will read in chapter four of my book if you haven't read it yet. Um, But that was one incremental action step that wasn't overwhelming to take. It cost me like 20 bucks, right? To get like a few raw materials. And it was something I could implement right where I was with what I had. And so I want you to think about how you might be able to do that too. And write down, what that incremental action step is that you can implement in your everyday life right now with what you have. Okay, fourth thing. This is a tough one. It's gonna require you to look a little deeper, <laughs> but it's I want you to be honest about it. And this question is, are you avoiding taking a risk? See, here's the deal. Usually, when I feel like I'm running around in circles or just spinning my wheels and unable to just claim an action that I'm gonna take or just take a step, it's usually because I know... That straightening out and trying something (laughs) and picking the direction to run with and trying it out usually means that I have to forego other options and I'm terrified to pick the wrong one, right? To make the wrong decision. Because when you make a decision, you are taking the risk that it might not pan out how you would like right? You are taking the risk um, of, well, what? this might not have the reward that I want, right? That's why they say the higher the risk, the higher the reward. But also I want to add to that, like the higher the risk, the higher the chances of not having a reward, right? So I'm asking you to be really honest with yourself. Maybe you have identified, right? Through this, you're like, immediately something came to mind when I asked you, like what did you do when you were five? What excites you? Like All these questions. Um, and maybe you even thought of an action step you could take, but the actual taking of it is a whole nother game because it usually requires a little risk, whether it's the risk of what others might think, the risk of it totally not going how you want or getting the outcome you want, um, the risk of feeling like, shoot, I wish I would have tried that. And now I'm like too in deep over here. That's why I say incremental action step. Like, please don't like sign your life away <laughs> um, and just, you know fully do that, but you can start making small commitments in those directions once you identify that even the small commitments might come with a little bit of risk, even if that's just the risk of what others will think um, or the risk of feeling like, oh my gosh, did I make the wrong decision? Like, it's okay. You You can pause it. Like if you feel like it's not the right direction after trying it, it's not like the end of the world, and I want you to understand that. Like, It's okay. You're not going to know until you try. So are you avoiding taking a risk? And maybe you just need to be willing to risk in the wrong direction or in the right direction. You, might, you don't know which direction you're going to go when you take a risk, but it will reveal itself once you are willing to actually take the action it takes to make that you know, step or to take the risk. And so um, really be honest with yourself. Am I avoiding taking a risk? And then what am I afraid of risking? Ask yourself, what do I have to lose by if, you know, I again, like I wouldn't suggest just like getting a huge loan for $50,000 to start something and go crazy. Let me give you this example because this is a really good one. So, Maybe you really love the idea maybe as you've been thinking about this as you've been listening like it you're like it fires me up to talk about clothing like I love helping women feel beautiful I love giving them tools and clothing to help style them like I've always thought it'd be cool to have a boutique but I've never really uh, even kind of pursued it because that seems way too big and out of my control and so I still feel directionless or whatever okay here's what I want to tell you <laughs> I don't want if if that's what fires you up like I'm telling you right now please pursue it However, let's not like put you into debt and, you know, take on way too much. There's different ways you can start on those incremental action steps without and take a little risk without feeling like I am totally jeopardizing my future and my family and all these things. So, maybe instead of taking on a $50,000 loan to, you know, have a have like all the inventory and have a, a retail location and pay rent and get insurance and do all those things. Maybe you could budget $500 for your first couple pieces, sell them out, like like buy to sell out. There's actually like a weird, uh, sm- there's something smart about having scarcity and only having a couple of things to start out with, especially if it's a physical product, right? So how about you just get a couple things and even pay a friend a couple hundred bucks to do a very quick photo shoot of it and pay a small fee to start an Etsy account or a small, very simple Shopify storefront, and start it there and ship them from your room. <laughs> like get a little success first, get a little taste of, okay, I'm glad that I did these three different items. And there's only three options or five, you know, sizes or five um, pieces available in each item or in each style, because these two sold really well and nobody liked this one. It, it's going to give you clarity of all right, I know what my direction is, right? Like I know what would work and I know what people are responding to rather than just saying, I'm going to take this massive step, put myself into debt, have all this inventory, have so much available and like haven't even established anything yet, right? So when you can build upon things from a very small start, a very simple start, you know, just making a very simple little name for it and, you know, giving it a couple of little color scheme and figuring out the voice of it and getting some pictures and having a very small amount of, very very small quantity available. That's what I did with my Etsy store when I started. It was so simple. And so, you know, it's like, don't bite off more than you can chew. I think a lot of people are afraid to take steps in the directions of things that excite them because it's like, oh my gosh, there's so much I have to do and it's so overwhelming and it's so expensive and it's so this and da, da, da. And it almost those things become excuses, and so you have to blast through your own excuses. And I think a lot of the times we do that just by being willing to start small, because like, what's the worst going to happen? Like, if it doesn't go well, nobody sells it. Like, cool. Now you have some cute clothes to wear and you're out 500 bucks. Like, you know what I mean? So that's just an example. But, you know, I think we often allow ourselves to feel stuck and running around in circles and we see everyone else making moves and figuring out their thing or perceive, like we perceive they figure out their thing. I don't think anyone has got it all figured out. I think we're all growing, shifting and evolving, especially with how fast the world moves. There's always new things for us to try but I just really want to encourage you to ask yourself these questions. What did I do when I was five? What excites me? What What is one small step that I can take in that direction imperfectly, but that I can implement with what I have, with the resources I have, the current circumstances and time that I have available, you know, without just dropping my job and going $50,000 into debt or whatever the crazy, you know, big risk can sometimes sound like. And then, Ask yourself, am now Now that I've identified those things, am I avoiding taking a risk and why? And then how maybe how might I be able to mitigate the fear of that risk by starting a little bit smaller, by simplifying my vision and just taking a small step? Because as you do that, you will discover the next small step. So if you feel like you're running in circles or you're just standing still, I'm daring you to trust a little bit, to trust that there's a bigger plan, to take a step, to allow yourself the ability to take risks and forego other options right now you can't do everything well and you can't do everything at the same time but I promise you sister you can start small and you can start something I think from my own story my own experience it will give you the direction you're looking for but you've got to take a little action to get it I'd love to hear from you it makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show